welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Brothers. Here you have your boy Derek. There you have your boy Ran. What's going on, everybody? There you have your boy Joe. Hey, yo. Ran, we miss you on the last one, man. How's everything going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything good. I wish I could have been there, man. For real, for real. Y'all had oh, that was a good episode. I got a chance to watch it. And and that that, that joint was nice, man. <laughs> Two episodes. I swear. Nice. Two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, we was talking about that joint. Cause man. you, Derek, you, you, what I do? You, 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 Cub, you, you, you showed up and showed out the last joint, man. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. Look, y'all whack, man. <laughs> I blame it on Ford. The phone, phone won't know about it. He don't want it broken up. He said them so-called, uh, so-called, so-called oh my God. Nah, that's Ford's fault, man. Yeah. They didn't get up off the ground yet? Oh, right. God. Nah, I blame him. Yeah, shout out to Ford, too. Whenever you watch or uh, listen to this, you just know you better take care of your business. We know what we talk about, but take care of your business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah man we got a we got a pretty good episode here for y'all um we're gonna get into it um i know y'all seen the debate uh when, when they come on tuesday night we'll talk what y'all think about the debate overall thoughts of that let's start with you joe nah you don't start me <laughs> i'm over it nah i'm over it overall like and like all right so what i took from the debate is is that like Overall, I think that we got to start paying attention a little bit to politics a little bit more. Uh, personally, I think that uh, a debate shouldn't be a reality TV show. And that, like, overall, like, the the whole debate was a joke to me, bro. Like, like, just, it wasn't even, like, so much as a debate. It's more, more or less an attack on 45. You right. feel me? Like, like, it didn't really... Nothing was really talked about. Nothing was really discussed. Like it was a, like a lot of jabs coming from Forty Five and stuff like that. And people, people try to say like, "Oh well, Biden, you know, he says some stuff back." Well, yeah, I mean, if you got somebody trying to take over the whole debate and like argue with you and not really like argue and not debate with you, like then it's, it was like I can understand his frustration. And that nigga Trump came for Biden's son. Son, that's yeah. what. I probably would have talked to put him to the side, like, bro, like, nah, you gotta, you gotta see me real quick, right, bro? Like, everybody knows kids off limits, right? And it wasn't like, and I think some people get it mixed up. He wasn't, he wasn't talking about the son that died, but it was, it's still his son. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't talk about nobody's son. Like, I'm surprised. Like, yeah, it couldn't be me. I would have, you know, crossed that stage over there. Show would have been off. Debate would have been over. Oh, yeah. most definitely. <laughs> they had to come across this. This look, stand by on the screen. Right. When it came, stand by, stand by. <laughs> now nah, you right. were just yeah. saw, I threw shades. Just just Derek, I threw shades. You would have just seen me charging over that joint. Yep, running over that joint, and then it'd be like a, uh, a standby popped up. We'll you, be right back after this. Right, yeah. but you you know when when black people is the most. When black people get angry, like the most angry they get is when they're like the quietest. Like if they're very calm, yep. you should you should be very quiet. Scared. Or if they said a tale, when they cry, <laughs> we start crying, motherfuckers better so, run too for real. So, so if I hit you, if I hit you with one of these times, like, and you just see me walking, yeah, just cut, just cut the cameras. 
what's gonna <laughs> be the signal on, is that you gonna get quiet and you gonna pull your pants up just a little bit. You gonna pull them up a little bit because you already got them up. You gonna pull them up and be like, nah, yep. And you you gonna stare to the side like this and be like waiting. And he's gonna go over there and just whack. Right. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it's gonna be. But yeah, I, I mean, I feel the same way. It's like watching like two big ass kids just argue on stage. Two big ass kids, especially Trump. Like the whole time, like you're saying, he didn't he didn't give like Biden any chance to really talk at all. He kept cutting over him the whole time, and like. Like you're supposed to be a leader, but you can't even follow directions. Like both of the parties agree, both of the parties agree to two minutes uninterrupted. But every time Biden talk, you're talking. Like shut up, bro. Like, and that's what uh Biden told him one time. He's like, man, shut up. Called that had to clown. be my favorite part of the <laughs> Called him a clown. Yeah. Called him racist. Like yo. Yeah. But Trump not denouncing like white supremacy. On live, on live. Oh. stand down and stand by, right? Stand by and stand Bruh. down. That's the, just... I, feel, I, I don't honestly, I don't know why people are so surprised at that. Like, you can't, you can't like condemn, you can't denounce something you are. You know what I, I'm saying? Say, right. <laughs> like, one thing, one thing about Trump is like. He will like he would never say anything bad about his supporters. Like no matter like who they are, no matter what they do, he would never say anything bad about his supporters. You know what I'm saying? And then like one thing, one thing I do hate about just like just Trump and his supporters, like they they in their eyes he can't do anything wrong. In their eyes he can't do anything wrong. No matter what he say, no matter what he do. He's 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 perfect. It, you're just not doing anything wrong. Like I don't understand it. That's why I can't stand his supporters. It's just stupid. <laughs> why they trying to why they trying to treat that man like he God? Man, that's what it on. is. That's how that. that's how it is. Treat they treat him like a king, pretty much. I mean I don't. Over that. You know what I'm saying? He ain't my person, but. Well, I tell you, I tell you one thing. He gonna need the king to get him out of that situation he in there. That COVID got your ass now, buddy. Right. Oh yeah. What y'all think about that though? Like, I see a lot of people, a lot of people speculating. You know, conspiracy theories and everything like that. It's like some bro, people don't believe. Some people don't believe he got it. Him and his wife. Bro, it was a dude. It was a dude on the news. You know how they interview people and shit. Dude yeah. on the news was like, "Yo, I don't think he got it. I think he faked it." And it was an older guy too. He was like, "I, I really don't believe he got it." Bro, y'all see that tweet that I sent? Yeah, yeah, like, that's crazy. That's what was crazy. Gonna happen? Yeah, that's but crazy. You know but you know what's crazier is that outside of government conspiracies, why do we have to consider this a conspiracy? That's how much of a, a failed leader he is. That yeah. We don't even know if this man is actually telling the truth about whether he has COVID or not. A global pandemic. That's crazy. And we right. got to sit here and wonder if this, if this man is lying to us. Bro, that's a, that's a bigger problem. That, and you know, going back to what you said about the supporters, I don't see why they can't see that. Mm -hmm. Why are we second guessing whether the president of the United States has COVID? That's national news that should not be fabricated. But since it's Trump, we over this, we over here like it's a whole host. Like he's just doing it for another agenda. Blah blah blah. Like whether you think he's a good president or not, you gotta look at the fact that it's so much that comes with him. 
so much negativity and just 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 wrong, like wrong, like wrongness. It's like you gotta take all of that in too. And I'm like, bro, like you can't keep sitting back denying this man's shortcomings just because you support him for whatever reason you support him as. Like he's a he's a bigot, he's a racist, he's he's a liar. Bro, he will legit say something crazy and then get called out on it and be like, Oh, I didn't say that. Exactly. We have bro, we have recordings of you. This is the recording. Right. It's, it's 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 like it's like when Biden was telling him how he um kept calling like the people in the military that like got captured and stuff like losers. I mean he mentioned that during the debate and he he refused to uh say he did. He said that. Like right. we heard you. It's you're on camera, like we see you. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Like, man. like do you know how I, I see think- you? I think something seriously wrong with dude. Like, not even trying to be funny. Like, I think he's really mental. Like, he's, I think he was 74. I think his mom. Yeah. Yeah, he's 74. Yeah. I think that, the gone. thing that bothers me, the thing that bothers me is back to what Derek said, how they treat him like he a king, is you want to come for the people who've been saying all this crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, hope you die type shit like that. Oh, it's some cruel people out there. Why y'all saying this about that man? Look at all this shit this man just said, but you don't think that's cruel? It's okay exactly. that it came out of his mouth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's okay I'm as long it. as he's saying it. I'm over there. Because okay. my thing is like, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't wish death upon nobody. Um, if he, if, you know, I hope that he does overcome it and everything like that. That doesn't mean that I want him to be my president though. It doesn't mean that I want him in office. I, I solely want him out of office. I don't want death for him, but I do want him out of office. And I'm just like, bro, like, you sitting there, you you got a problem, like exactly what you said, Rand. You got a problem with these people over here saying about, oh, I wish he died and stuff. This man got on national TV and mocked a dude that yeah. legit had health problems. Like, mocked the reporter. Right. Mock, and then they pull it up and um during the election of 2016, how he mocked Hillary with pneumonia. Mm. I'm like, bruh. Like, no, I don't feel, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't, I don't feel bad because I feel like it's the same thing about like everybody going to parties and stuff when Corona was spiking and then they're getting sick. Yep. Like, it's the same That's your thing. Fault. Yep. It's your fault. This That's ain't like, fault. you know what I'm saying? You, you denounced masks. You tried to say the masks weren't like yet necessary. You tried to say the Rona was a hoax. All right, now you got it, bruh. So now what you gonna do? You gonna drink bleach? Like you told people to do earlier? Like I'm over it. Right. I agree. Yep. I agree that hundred percent. Like just like you were saying with the people going to the parties, like that's you, that's the consequences you have. And like he was he was on um doing the bait. He was um pretty much like mocking, you know, Biden for wearing a mask because because he was like what you say, like thousands of feet away from people or something like that. Mm-hmm. But look look at you now. Like, look at you now. Then you have your Tom. supporters. Then you have your supporters going to these different places, Walmart, Subway, uh, just acting up, like tearing stuff up, just being unprofessional at everything just because they don't want to wear a mask. Well, mother- and like, Motherfuckers not wearing masks because this nigga not wearing a mask. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. All right, so now That's you got the only COVID. reason. Are you going to start wearing your mask now? Are you gonna start wearing your your mask now that he got COVID? It's like that old saying. Yeah, or not say, um, if your friends if your friends jump off a bridge, you gonna jump too? Jump, jump off yeah. a bridge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, like 
But the crazy part is, is that outside of whether you think Rona is real or not, the president of the United States should not have the the president of the United States should not have denounced it as nothing. Mm-hmm. You have way too many people that's impressionable out here that solely are like sheep. They they're solely they do exactly what they're told. You as the president of the United States has a responsibility to like be like, hey, look. Wear your mask and force this. Like, why on earth are you telling these people that it's not that serious, knowing these dummies are going to go out and not take it serious, knowing that these same dummies are going to sit there and go get infected, pass it on, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Like, you got a responsibility to the like to the people and not to yourself. And I don't think that Trump's ever put the people above himself yet. And if he say one more damn time, that he's done more for the African American community than Abraham Lincoln. You gonna have to see oh, me. I'm a, yeah, bro. Real talk. <laughs> like, I, I gotta fight. You gotta catch this fade. I think bro. another thing that what gets me about um, Trump catching Ron is, um, you know, you see a lot of people, especially when it comes to, like the killings and everything like that. They a lot of, a lot of people quick to justify it. You know, pull up the background. He they shouldn't did this. They shouldn't did that. Um, you know, and then we we talk about like people just saying like they don't really care if, if Trump got the run or not. Like people bringing Simpsons, uh, they like you know the Simpsons haven't lied yet. Uh-huh. You know they, oh, they, they bring that up too. And then and then you man, then you have you know you have his uh you have his supporters like y'all have no morals. It's a shame that. Y'all wishing death, y'all wishing harm on people. Like this is what y'all been doing for the last four years. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's what's the difference now? Because it's Trump. That's the difference. Like when the majority, the when the majority of your supporters are white supremacists and everything like that, they literally they live for hate. Mm-hmm. How you don't get mad that we the people wishing death upon your president now, bro? That's all you do. That's all they you did. can go out there. And the wear the hoods and be KKK members and blah blah blah, bro. All you do is spread hate, and you wish that de- Obama got so many death threats, bro. Forty four got so many death re- death threats that in presidents like during his presidency, that his people like his wife and kids didn't even come outside like that. And like it's like oh okay, but that's okay though. Like we're not denouncing that, but this dude is legit doing harm. And people legit hate him. I, I'm not gonna say for valid reasons, but I can see why niggas don't like him. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's I, like, "Oh, yeah. it's wrong." You know, I mean, it's a, it's a double standard there. Like, you gonna yeah. you gonna hold everybody accountable, or we just gonna hold the ones that we don't care for accountable? Exactly. Well, let me let me ask y'all a question. Like, what do y'all see? However, however way the, the election turned out. How do you see the country getting better when it when it comes to like, um, like the division that's going on within the country? Like people can agree to it or not, but it's definitely a division in the country when it comes to like race and everything like that. You know, how do y'all feel it would change if if Biden wins or if Trump get reelected? I don't see it changing, bro. I'm gonna keep it real with you. If they, if they do that, change, it'll take time. No, nah, I don't even think it's going to do that. Let me be real with you. Because the first part about change is that we have to 
we have to collectively, as a country, acknowledge the effects of slavery and what it's done for the African-American community. And I don't think that's ever going to get to a point like that. I don't think that we're ever going to educate the people of the United States of what those effects were and have it widely accepted within our lifetime. So I don't, I don't think that it's going to get no better. I think if Biden gets elected, it'll calm it down some because it won't be so much obvious racism like it is with Trump because Trump's kind of like, I'm, his, his presence supports racism. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like his, his, his simple, like simply his presence produces the effects of racism, not produces it, but like amplifies it. Biden won't really have that problem because he's not gaining support from racist people. A lot of his um, support is coming from African-American communities. So it's going to be a, a level of calm with it. But I don't think that it'll get better. I think it's just more or less, you know, you have... It, it may not be uh, more noticeable. Yeah, you know, like, like, you, like, like you're Trumps hiding it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Cause so... People are so comfortable now. It's like... <laughs> like, people don't care right now. Like, they're really... They, they really fuck. showing, yeah. They, they really, they really, fuck. they really showing their true colors during during this presidency. You know what well, I'm saying? But can you blame them though? Like the president of the United States has hasn't denounced white supremacy. Yeah. He hasn't, he um, you know, he hasn't really, really been back in the African American community within the four years that he's been president. And to be honest with you, he has. You remember the riots in Charlottesville? Yeah. They said good people on both sides. Exactly. But then you, the protests that were happening for the George Floyd incident, he called them thugs and thugs. everything like that. You know. And I think that um, he, he gathers a lot of support by dividing it, by dividing the country. Um, like, the, I don't know if y'all pay attention, but like in the, in the debate, he made noted, he kept taking note of like the extreme leftists, you know, or like, um, that anti-fascist group, yeah, Antifa or something like that. Antifa. That's where he's, yeah. So it's, I mean, I'm gonna hold you. It's, it's a smart ploy. Like, I'm, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Trump's behavior during the debate was very, very smart. Trump supporters aren't are, and this is my opinion, aren't logical. To the point where they're they're thinking about politics on that level of which politics should be thought of. They they like the fact that Trump says what he wants to say. Right. They like the fact that he you know that oh he's he's like not gonna let no one push him around. He's strong like you know he like he does what he wants blah blah. blah. And that's what was shown during the debate. He wasn't gonna let the moderator speak because he's the president. He does what he wants. He wasn't gonna let Biden get a word in. Because he's the president, he does what he wants. He wants. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna let people push him around and stuff like that. That garners support from his, you know, from his supporters. And I go hold you. I think we got another four more years, bro. I, I'm. I don't think that people are going to. Because I'm. A, I'm gonna ask you this. If. If everything that Trump has done in the last four years, why does he still have support? Out of everything, the the you know the comments, 
the dirt that's been drug up, the the blatant show of like blatant lack of politics wise. Everything. How does he still I'm have paying support? income taxes? <laughs> Bro. And like yeah, you I gotta, was Good. Right. I, no, I was saying like like I, I mean like I said last time like he he got those supporters because they like themselves in him like that's who they true that's that's who these people truly are, you know. Yeah. Doing doing these signs. This is this is truly them, you know. Even like even maybe y'all seen it within like some friend groups y'all have had in like college or just work and stuff like that. You like. Dang, like I ain't, I ain't know you think like that. I ain't know you, you know, you supported Trump and you know this and that. You know, it's it's crazy and it's majority. Is <laughs> is what I've seen so far is majority of the country. You yeah. know, and last election is it was millions. One, it was millions of people that didn't vote last uh last election. Millions of people and. It's some people that's you know eligible to vote again this year. Um, I'm not going to say, you know. I don't. I don't want to say he got another four years. Um, I feel like I feel like Biden do have a good chance of uh, being uh, elected, um, mm. and we're not even talking about any like third parties or anything like that even though I feel like we should get more educated on third parties since we're always, always debating, always debating on just these two parties. I honestly feel like that we should go get rid of every party. That's, you know, the, the country can be united if we got a divided government. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, but that's the, that's the argument behind it, is that <laughs> through the division of, like, the political system in America, that's how you make sure, like, everything's kind of fair for everybody. Because if you have one party, because uh, all right, like for instance, a lot of communist countries have one party, and that one party dictates all the decisions. But we have a system of checks and balances, and which is why we have a, a bipartisan party and every like set up in America. So that way, if, if the Democrats, I, I feel like, oh, go ahead. I feel like it, it's fine to have. I feel like it's fine to be the same party and have different, you know, agreements, you know, different beliefs and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. It's like I mean it's it's similar to you know it's similar to a sports team everybody know that knows their role everybody contributes something different to that specific team um everybody you know may may not agree we don't all agree to the same stuff i I believe you know why can't it be sane when it comes to like the government and everything like that just take because away the parties and we because we, you're we dealing find with the, power though like you're dealing with power like I'm not trying to I, I'm not trying to denounce humanity as a whole, but humanity as a whole is trash. Like we as a collective species is doo-doo butter. <laughs> but like, so I don't, it's not that I don't think that we couldn't do it. It's the ones that I think that will misuse their power that will cause the problem. Because if, if you give everybody you know, if you put, if you set it up like with one party, it's gonna be those ones that know the system, that manipulate the system, and that misuse the system, and they're gonna get everything out of the system that they can, and they're gonna say f everybody else. Those that's, are the ones that I'm afraid of. But that's how it is anyway. 
That's true. But that's I think how it is anyway, especially especially when it comes to, you know, these billionaires and everything like that. Oh, you know, yeah. They know Big money. They, they have access. Exactly. It's money. And they have access to so much information. You know, why is, you know, Bill Gates, he he's, uh, you know, technology and stuff like that. Why is he out here making vaccines? Like, how do, what, how do you cross over to that field? You know, like that's <laughs> so different. You know, they have guess, access to I guess so when much. You got billions of dollars, you can do but, what the fuck you want to do. But too. but that's what I'm saying. Like you, as a bit, like when you have all this wealth, you have access to so much information that other people don't have, and then you can manipulate the system. You can find those loopholes um, in the system that benefits you. You know that you can take advantage of. That's but the I think problem. That it's more of a. I think it's more of like right now, I think it's a, if you were to do it as the one party thing, I think it'll be more as the individual manipulating it versus the whole manipulating it. Because it, because it gets to the point where, like I said, I don't think that people like us will be manipulated. Then I, I don't know, because there'd be some weak ass people in Congress and I can see it now. Yeah. Oh man, you know, uh, 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 Jeff Bezos or whatever his name is. You know, he's going to slide us. He's going to slide us $2 million. All you got to do is turn a blind eye to the people in China. Okay. Oh, and then you gonna, they going to justify it as, I got to do what I got to do so my people can eat, so my family can eat. And then you got that as a whole, like as a party? Oh, it'd be, it'd be crazy. It'd be how people, you think the love, Illuminati's real now? There'd be some people in the shadows <laughs> manipulating shit for real. Bro. <laughs> They'll be right. you'll be getting laws changed out the ass. Nigga, you be like, uh uh-uh, um, ten thousand dollars for jaywalking. I didn't even jaywalk. It looked like you did. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. I, I don't know. You're right, because it's bad now. I think I don't know. To be real with you, I think we need to wipe the whole system clean and just let niggas That's... do what they want to do for like for like two months. Right. <laughs> we just need it. Look, like it look like Ooh. I told y'all before. We just need a, we just need a a, a good a good minute to go into free agency. Wow. <laughs> we just need a good minute to go into free agency, man. I told you, I said November fourth, November fourth. I'm up, for, I'm up for free going? agency. My people, my people's talking to Canada, and they're talking to Brazil. So, ain't, fellas, I might be joining another team November fourth. Oh, After November third, after so. I vote. I thought bro, but November fourth, my contract is up. <laughs> Boy, my contract is up. It will be the quickest contract in history. November fourth, November fourth, his contract ends. November sixth, he's already gone. He already got traded. It's, it's gone. Done. Yeah. Look, he didn't sign and everything. Look, look, they they don't want me. I said they don't want my ass. <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah, it's crazy though. But like, um. Another thing I seen was um, uh, what was going? How he was uh, how forty five was talking about uh, how anti racism classes pretty much teach hate. So that's why he don't he don't want that allowed in, in schools and everything like that. I this this is why I agree with that statement. It's because we already know we already know America was built on racism anyway. So. Teaching an anti-racism class is going against America principles. That's why I agree with it. Which is, which is obviously what... racist. <laughs> Yo, That's why I agree with it. I was getting ready to spaz on you. <laughs> All right, dude. I, I started sitting up a little bit. 
But then you started talking. I was like, <laughs> this nigga right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, but that's true though. I mean, that's what pretty much it was built on. It was, you know, we, we know the system was built for certain people. A lot of people. You see that all the time, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Working in corrections and stuff. Do you ever think that, like, some of the dudes in there really did get, like, an unfair chance? Or do you think that, like, like, nah, nigga, I know you did something. Nah, some of them did have un- unfair, unfair shit happen to them, for real, for real. And I know when I was at deal, when a lot of people would take, take and thank these motherfuckers and did something really, really bad. You got some people in there just for drunk driving, motherfucker. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, I, I go in there with just an open mind. Like, that's true. So, yeah, that's the best. That's the best thing it, to do, though. Honestly, yeah. that's why you got to treat everybody in there the same. Yeah, I don't care. I don't like you regardless. <laughs> yeah, for real. I don't like you <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you ain't gotta like nobody. Just show respect. Do mind your business. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> hey, I'm just I, ain't do, I ain't got nothing to do with you. Exactly. But, uh, I think that um, go back to what you said, Derek. I think that's crazy. That that literally what you said made too much sense. Like what you said in that one <laughs> sentence made too much sense, and I'm just like, damn. It to teach anti-racism. Would low key, would not low key, would literally be anti-American, and in essence, that's racist. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> exactly, is. Yeah. bro. That's so crazy. But like, that's that's my problem. Is that America has been white for so long that we don't? I can say we. I say America. That America doesn't know how to accept and go about other cultures. And you can see, and like, if people want to debate about it, I mean, you can go and see like how we set up for job interviews. You know, I was talking to um, a friend of mine and he was like, it's crazy that he has to cover his tattoos up because it's looked down upon. Yeah. You know, like people gotta, you know, if you go in an interview with dreads, you don't know if that company will be accepting of you having this hairstyle. Like, what does I ain't saying you can go in there with looking like anything now, but I'm saying though, why does these things dictate that I'm not worthy of a position? Right. What if what if I'm what if I'm a, a double major, got my master's, got my doctorate, but I like tattoos? That's why they throw that equal opportunity shit out there. They make it look Man, good. But- yeah, oh yeah, but is it equal opportunity? Yeah. Did you oh I don't not to get too off topic, but did y'all hear about the Wells Fargo thing? About how oh, I wasn't enough uh black like bankers or something like that? Well yeah, is that the case? So um yeah. So but um Wells Fargo said that I don't wanna misquote them. Basically it wasn't enough like it wasn't a lot of black people interviewing or applying and stuff like that or like and then people were like on Twitter raging because of like they're like no like I've applied to you multiple times and you didn't you didn't give me an interview, and right. then that made me think like because it was one person that said that they didn't hit 
uh, you know, they ask you black, white, you know, whatever your race is. They didn't hit yeah. it. They want to say not, and they got the interview. And I've heard that a lot. And I'm like, damn, like, damn. You know, I mean, shit. That's crazy. Like, That's fucked up. It's, it's at the point now where it's like, bro, like, the color of your skin can dictate you getting a job. But yeah. America has been white for so long that they didn't see a problem with it. They don't. They don't see a problem with it. My fellas gonna start hitting other. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, I do not. Like, that's I'm how it's gonna be. Yeah. I'm coming there and telling them that I'm I'm a, um I'm from Whoville, from Doctor Seuss. <laughs> oh shit, man! Like nah, man, like that's you know, do what you gotta do. Nah, but for that ass, like you can't tell me what race I identify with. I don't even know. What I'm completely, I know I'm black, but I could be Indian. I could be Puerto uh-huh. Rican. I don't know because I ain't got no history. Him, that's a story you, for another time. Derek. Tell them you identify. Right. <laughs> tell you identify for what? Tell them you identify with the Simpsons. Yeah, damn. That's what you tell them. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you're not yellow enough, nigga. I go home spray paint myself right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's stupid. But uh, following up what you were saying, Joe, I think I, we. Well, this this is a general. A lot of people go through life you know, being too comfortable. They, they're they afraid to get out of their, you know, comfort zone. And I like with the stereotype, with the stereotype with black people, um, you hear it a lot of times when they, especially when it comes to like different opportunities and, you know, why we're not further along and everything like that. It's like, um, we're too, you know, comfortable where we at. We're comfortable for, you know, getting food stamps and welfare checks and everything like that. And I think on the other side of things, uh, white people are too comfortable with their privilege. Mm. And when you and when you go against that, and like when you jeopardize in that, then that's when it comes to problem. They don't want they don't want to make that change. You know they they're already comfortable of how you know the access the resources that they have um, in their life. But then you know as we can see, like with the mass and everything like that you start feeling like you're oppressed. Like, no, that's not, that is not the case. So that's why I feel oh. like people, people are too comfortable. People are too comfortable with their privilege and they don't want to get out that comfort zone. This tea is popping hot, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't do that shit no more, Joe. Because I don't know, I don't know if it's on your screen, Dad, but Duran has a lag for me. So I love it when I say something stupid <laughs> and then like later he'll laugh about it. He got that one second delay. He like, <laughs> you know, I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree. Yep, yep. The the notion of <laughs> the notion of like privilege in America has become their norm, so they don't get it. But I think like you know that's a, but that's what I was saying earlier when you were like. Do you think it's gonna get better? I was like, nah. Like, yeah. um, mm-hmm. because you you got when you've been at the top so long, how the fuck are you gonna get used to being equal to somebody? Mm-hmm. And um, I just think that that's uh that's gonna be too much of a culture shock. Yeah. You know, cold word. Like our our norm is busting our ass so we can be remotely equal. They never had to experience that. 
So that's a that's going to be too much for someone that's closed minded and not ready to have that conversation. You know what right. I mean? Because I mean, and it's not like, about. Right? No, I'm done. I was, I was saying, um, it's not a really, it's not about uh, everybody being equal. As long as we live, we're not going to be equal to anybody. But it's just about having those same, giving those fair opportunities like everyone else. Yeah. Give us, yeah. give us a chance. Give us a chance without us jumping over these hurdles and having all of these challenges throughout that whole journey. Just give us a chance. Let and we'll the show equal you opportunity be we, equal opportunity. Right, right. and show yeah, us, right. show us how much we really work. You know, and how you know the abilities and everything, capabilities that we have to actually, you know, do the job and actually change, change the world and everything like that. That's how I feel about it. And the last thing is just. Honestly, the problem is we got too many old people in government. Times are changing, y'all getting older. Like it's too <laughs> many old it's too it's too many old people. Like how can they relate? How can they relate to the 20 year old? Trump is 74. What he know about me or people my age? <laughs> Biden oh, is what 77? Look, what? It's not funny, bro. <laughs> I'm so weak at that because it's so true. Bro, like, bro, we need, like, I, I'm not even going, I mean, fuck it. I mean, yeah, I'm going to use it, like, age as an excuse of why this shit fucked up. But it's like, we need some younger people. The people that can actually relate to to us, to the newer generation, mm-hmm. to what we actually need. Oh, excuse me. Hmm. Sorry. Hmm, that was real disrespectful. <laughs> Hold on, let me look at something real quick. Hold on. Let me see something. Uh... Trying to see what the age required to be in Congress. President is like thirty-five. I'm sorry, president is like Congress is thirty-five. Congress ain't ain't too far, too far behind that. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to think about it. Congress are uh, lifetime appointments, though. Like, yeah, Congress and Supreme Court and Supreme Court. You got people that's probably back in Martin Luther King days that's still in the Supreme Court. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what what I, change is going to come from that? <laughs> I bet you, I bet you did have a dream at one point. <laughs> but like, nah, you right. You gotta be 25 um, to be in the House of Representatives, and you gotta be 30 to be on the Senate. And everybody like older than like 50, probably. <laughs> Bro, I'm gonna hold you. If I ever was on, if I ever get elected to government on that level, yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, I'm a. I'm gonna stay. Like, I, I'm gonna be real with you. I ain't never seen them niggas dying <laughs> like that. Like them niggas have must have the best health care out there. And I, I, I don't know. <laughs> shit. I mean, if, but if that's like the way Derek said. Though you got the resources. Uh, well, I mean, shit. Do I? Because I mean, do I? Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it ain't. Uh, it hey, ain't look, many in there. Uh, but that I, money gonna talk though. Like, right. Hey, all y'all gotta do is call me. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Joe, they out here. They trying to. Hey, I got you. I, I got you, Representative Tony. I heard that you've been very vocal. I have. I have been very vocal. <laughs> I've been talking my, my shit. Bo- I've been spitting. <laughs> my boy has been done unjustly, sir. Your your boy was going seventy five and a thirty five. He been done unjustly. <laughs> That's not your jurisdiction. <laughs> That wasn't your jurisdiction. You need one motherfucker to get rid of. 
Oh, I'll be, yo. Quick. I'll be the, I'll be the first just, thing again. Just, just, just how he was talking about my contract, that's how he going to be in office. <laughs> that's how he going to be in office. Go get rid of his uh, ass quick. Like, what you doing uh, back, Joe? Man, they ain't want my ass. <laughs> I, 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 I. They ain't want my ass. But, you know, I think that, uh, I think that's what we need. Uh-huh. Representation, man. Let me see some of them. You know, we got them in there. It's, it's a couple of African-Americans, you know, in government. Um, do I think that it's a pure representation of us? No, I don't, because I feel like the numbers don't equal up. But at the end of the day, like, I think that, uh, and I'm going to end it with this, I think that we as a people, uh, especially African-Americans, need to promote positions of power. Because as long as we have people that aren't like us dictating rules and stuff for us, they're not going to understand, like you said, Derek. Mm-hmm. It can't have, I can't have you 74 dictate decisions for me at 25 when the times that we lived in was two different times. And a lot of times, I don't really hear no uh, zero to hero stories in government like that. I need to hear some more of those. Mm-hmm. I, need to, I need you to understand that I don't, I don't come from privilege. So then the resources and the, and the things that were available to you aren't available to me and the people that are trying to be like me. And a lot of times I feel like African-Americans, we, we settle because we get something and it's like, all right, you know what? I didn't even ask for this, but this is enough. Mm. And then we have some that like, you know, they push to be greater. They, they know that they're too small for the environment they're in. And I need to see some more of those in government. I need to see some more of those in the jails and stuff like that because, you know, it's like you can't make decisions for me if you ain't never been through what I've been through. If you ain't never know what it what it was like to pull up to a stoplight, you got the cop behind you and you knowing that you're not doing nothing wrong, but you still got that feeling in your stomach like you did. If you never experienced that, how can you how can right. you, you know, make something up? How can you how can you have my back like that? And I'm not saying that you got to go through stuff to understand somebody. You can be sympathetic and empathetic, but I want people that have experienced what I went through to be in positions that I would like to be in to make decisions for me at the young age that I am. But, right. Because I ain't never heard no 25, 30-year-old individual being elected to Congress. I mean, it's usually them old heads up in there. Yeah, maybe. Boy, they they got the founding youth in that motherfucker. Cause God, leave <laughs> they be old, bro. Yeah. <laughs> final thoughts, uh, final thoughts, Ren. Nah, I don't, I, y'all, look, I'm about to pull a forward. I'm good. <laughs> we gonna be here all day talking about that joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I I agree with yeah I agree with Joe. If 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 Trump get reelected. It's, it's gonna be worse if Biden get reelected. Is I don't honestly I don't feel like stuff's gonna gonna change. But November third, look one month away. Today is the third, so one month away. Go to the polls, vote, people. Um, but yeah, moving on from that. Please vote, please. <laughs> yeah, please vote. Um, but yeah, moving on from that. Uh, since the since our last episode. Uh, we we lost a well known person. He wasn't uh, just a hero in a in a fictional world, but uh, like a hero in real life to a lot of people. He was a king to a lot of people. Uh, Chad with uh, Bozeman, uh, you know, after dealing with uh, cancer, um, 
you know, not going to go into too much of that, but I think we all was kind of shocked when we when we got that news. Um, but I think at the same time, uh, we all learned uh, something or at least was reminded of. Um, yeah, right. Re- was a reminded of some uh, important, like, life principles, uh, just how he lived his life. Um, and I'll come to you first, Rand, just, uh, like, what are some things you may have took away from how he lived his life and like what how can you like you know apply that um to your life as well um no matter what you're going through continue to push strong i mean this man continued to do these movies knowing he was battling cancer so i mean if somebody like that could continue to to do what they got to do to make other people happy i guess entertained um that's that's um I, I gotta do that. There's no reason I can sit here and say I can't do this, I can't do that. If this man can do all of that battling that cancer, nah, and right. you know, that ain't no easy road. So at the same time, it's also fucked up that these people was commenting on how this man was looking. Like you don't know what this man was going through. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling bad about what you said now knowing that this man had cancer? You know what I'm saying? Oh, he owns some type of drug because he's losing weight. Come on now. Right. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Nah, you, you, uh, yeah, nah, man, you hit it around the nail. And it's crazy because I remember seeing those pictures, um, and him commenting. I don't know if it was during like the riots and stuff, it might have been, but uh, I remember him getting on social media and I was like, damn, I said, Chad would look sick, you know, because I saw mm-hmm. he was losing weight and stuff. And I said, yeah, you know what? I think it's probably for thing. a role, you know, I was like, it's probably mm-hmm. for a role, it's probably for like something like that. You know, Chadwick ain't really been in the spotlight like that anyway, except for like Black Panther. So I was like, maybe it's um oh by the way, can y'all hear me? I changed my headphones because the pause was dying. Yeah, okay. Did. So like um Yeah. So like yeah, and stuff like that. But it was like, yo, like you hit around the nail, ran like I think they say he did like six, seven movies yeah. in between. Yeah. I th- yeah. I think that you um uh, and I guess since Ford here, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and speak a little bit about, about our Lord and Savior. But um, I really think that man was in tune with God, like, for real. Like, like nah, all jokes aside, bro, like, I really think that, because I, you know what? I feel like I'm a firm believer in that God has specific paths for us to walk. I feel like that man knew. Bro, there's no way that you battle cancer. Like, you, you they, they diagnose you. They like, yeah, bro, like, it's bad. Like, your cancer is bad. We don't know. You know, we'll give you the treatment and stuff, but we don't know. And this man, instead of him being like, damn, like, I want to spend the last couple of, you know, months or years doing whatever, like, I want to do. This man was like, I'm going to make some movies. I'm going to go get this money up. I'm going to make sure that my family is taken care of. But it broke my heart when they were like, this man was going to, like, St. Jude's. This man was going to visit... Kids with cancer while having cancer, bro. No, bro. And then, um, you know, it was like one of his interviews, he was crying because a little boy had cancer and died before he could see the movie Black Panther. And I think I'm like, bro, like that's 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 a deeper, that's a deeper level of thinking and spirituality that I don't think I possess to be real with you because. I ain't gonna hold you. If they told me I got cancer today, now, hey, I, hey, I don't know what I'd do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like I'd do what I would have to do, of course, 
but to do what you have to do and more to to bring like you said so much joy and happiness to people through entertainment while doing stunts they were like this man was doing his doing stunts at one point going to get treatments coming back bro like that's um and and nobody knew right that's um yeah that's crazy you know like somebody but that's why i'm a firm believer you choose your circle wisely because the the people that are in your inner circle when you make it when you get to that point where you hit the top or whatever you feel like your top is those gonna be the ones that hold you down and hold your legacy because not one person leaked anything that Chadwick was going through. Like, like even like I, I ain't gonna hold you. Like if it was one of y'all, even me, I'm gonna slip up and be like, man, you know, you know, someone so got cancer or whatever. Like, you know, just by word of mouth, but like his people kept it so tight knit that nobody knew. No leaks, no nothing. And he had been diagnosed years ago. Oh, bro, that's 2000, wild. 2016, yeah. Bro, that's wild. That's that's crazy. That's, Hey man, I'm telling you, bro. Hey, yeah. you better get here. You better get right. <laughs> now nah, nah, you're right. No, you better get right, cause I mean, shoot. <laughs> hey man, I will not. I'm over here. I'm over, uh, mm, <laughs> bro. But now nah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, nah. Pretty much, uh, yeah, like what both of y'all already said. Like it when talking about like his like circle not spilling the beans and everything. It just shows like like how important privacy is. You know how important privacy is. It it brings privacy brings you a certain level of peace <laughs> in life. You know when you just in in your own space, don't have to worry about anything. You know, and you know some of us probably assumed that something was wrong with him, but we never knew exactly what was going on. But from those pictures and everything like that, um, but you know he just continued to live his life, you know, to his fullest and be around his loved ones and just doing, um, doing what he loved. And that's, that's making, you know, movies and impacting people like going to, you know, St. Jude's and being around those kids with that's going through the same thing that he's going through. Um, and then another thing, just well, how Rain was talking earlier, just be a fighter, you know, that, you know, going through different struggles and stuff like that. That's what really shapes our character. And, then going to what you were saying, Joe, is like some people, some people would have like, it's over. You know, they they wouldn't want to do anything else. They just wanted to uh, go off in the sunset, be by themselves and not continue on the journey that they was originally on. Um, but I think one thing uh, I was taught over this, like we're, you know, we are not a, a failure until we actually give up. You know, and then today, pretty much today is is preparing us for the next day. So we gotta, you know, continue to strive, continue to strive for what we want to accomplish. You know, no matter what we're going through in life, because I, you know, if someone's out there that's going through something more traumatizing, you know, someone has a, a tougher life than we have. We we can't complain all we want, but you go to Africa, it's hundreds thousands of people that's you know not living the same life that we have because they don't have those resources like we do and then last thing is just um just fulfill your life's purpose you know he was still doing movies he was still doing movies and you know giving back to the kids i think i don't know if y'all seen it but it was a video of people uh after 
after the Black Panther came out and they was like looking at a picture of him and they, they were just spilling out what it meant to them, you know, what his character meant to them. I don't know. I'm not sure if y'all seen that video or not, but that was inspiring. It just shows like how impactful a character and how well he played that role was, you know, to those people. And, you know, we're here, um, you know, we're here on this earth for a reason, um, you know, so don't, you know, don't waste these, you know, precious moments and, you know, just go out there and impact and impact someone else's life, just like, you know, how he did. And so that's, that's kind of like what I got from it. It was just like, yeah, it, it really shocked me and just how much he accomplished during those four years, nobody knowing anything. He was hurting on the inside. Like, yeah, that's, I don't know how can you, like how you cannot get inspired from a, from a story like that. You know, you know we what? haven't. I don't know if y'all remember this. I'm, 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 let me get into after this. But when I heard about Chadwick dying, do y'all remember this old, this old ass folktale story that um, about John Henry on the railroad track, about how, um, yo, Durant, you remember? Because I mean, it's an old head story. Yeah, that man, so like, he kept pushing. Um, he kept pushing. He kept on pushing till he got done. Yeah, and then he died like right there at the end. Um, right there. Yeah. So, all right. So, all right. So, Derek, what happened was it was big, big black guy, muscular dude. He was like one of those because you know back in the day they used to have the physically nail in the nails for the railroad tracks or whatever. Right. Yeah. So he would do like he could do like a whole track by itself and everything like that. So they came over there. It was like, well, we got this machine over here that can do, you know, do more than what you're doing. John Henry was like, nah, man, like I can outdo the machine. It was like a, it so, was like a steamer or something like that, ain't it? Yeah. And so what they did was race. Steam, something. Yeah. They, they, uh, he was like, well, if he, he's to see who won. And so they did the uh, railroad track or whatever like that. And John Henry won, but he pushed himself too hard and his heart gave out. And I think that like, when I was listening, to, when I was, you know, when Chadwick had passed away and I was thinking about how he was doing those movies, bro, I think that a lot of times when you're doing great things and you're inspiring people and you sit there and you're, you know, you're doing what, you, what you're intended to do and your legacy is what's like, you know, your legacy and everything, that's what keeps you going. Because, you know, they, they was like, you know, John Henry died from like, you know, his heart giving out. Of course, it's like a folktale. It's not real, but like, like his heart died from giving because his heart giving out and stuff. But his heart probably was given out a long time ago, back back before he was even done. Like you got to realize, like because because you know you go through he went through the chemo, he was going through all this stuff, going through treatments. That was probably taking all the energy out of him, and he still was persevering and keeping like and he kept going. And I'm like, bro, like that's that's a lot. Hey, y'all, y'all still here? Oh, boy, don't y'all freeze up like that. I thought my service was bad. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you good? But um. Uh, yeah, man, it reminded me of that. Like he was like he was like John Henry to me, like a real live John Henry, bro. Like, like to keep and it, it really did inspire me because I hope that one day, Lord forbid it, but if it ever gets to the point where you know I was in that situation, I hope that I can say I did even half of what that man did. Because I definitely think that I've been one of those people that would have been in the sunset, like you were saying earlier. And that's not even trying to be funny, but that's like me being honest. Like, I don't know what I would do. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. But we're going to go into our last segment of this episode, No Cat. And uh, Joe, you want you want to start us off? Uh-huh. I ain't got no cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
So uh, this one, uh, I'm gonna I'm shout out my dad on this one. <laughs> He's stupid. But <laughs> uh, I'm gonna shout out my dad on this one because he was the one that gave me the idea for it. We was having a conversation the other day, and uh, he really through talking to him, it helped inspire me. But um, my no cap is something simple, but it, it means a lot to me right now. Is life is too short for regrets, and um. The reason I say that is because, like, you know, I was talking to my dad about, like, everything and, like, you know, how I feel like I have a bigger plan. Like, a bi- like I feel like I have, like, a bigger – like, I'm too small for where I'm at right now. Like, I have something more for me waiting out there. And he was like, well, you know, you can't go out here and not try anything. You can't go out here and, like, not sit there and um, not attempt just because you're scared because then you're going to regret it. You're going to regret the fact that you never tried it. You're going to regret the fact that you never attempted it. He was like, there's nothing wrong with you attempting something and realizing that it's not for you. But if you never attempted it, if you never sit there and you never tried it, you'll be living the rest of your life with regrets. And I ain't going to hold you, bro. Like, that was a uh, – it struck a nerve because I'm a, I'm a quick one to be like, nah, that ain't for me. And he was just like, like you know, you got to try it and everything like that. So, like, that's going to be my no cap for the day. So, no cap, life's too short for regrets. Right. Uh, I happen to came across a quote, um, and it says, uh, "You're never too old to set another goal or to dream another a new dream." So, I don't care what point you at in your life or how old you are. If you if you want to set new goals, set new goals. Um, don't let anybody tell you that you're too old to do this or you're too old to do that. Because you 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 constantly see older people going back to school, getting degrees, getting diplomas. So, uh, look at that as a as a as a push. Because if they can do it, you can do it. So don't ever sit there and think you're too old to, to strive for what you want to strive for or have a new dream to do so. Cool, cool. Um, my no cap is um, your purpose should be bigger than you. Um, you, can't, you can't really attain success or even be impactful um, being selfish. Um, it's easier. I know for some people it's easier to quit on yourself before it's easier to quit on somebody else. Um, we we get more, um, how can I say, we get more enjoyment from, enjoyment and fulfillment from helping other people. And I, like you were saying earlier, Joe, is like our drive is much higher um, when our purpose is uh, bigger than ourselves. So, you know, take the focus off you and um, think about how can you impact someone else's life um you know why you're here on this earth and a lot of people a lot of people i've heard like they 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 don't know their purpose they say they don't have a purpose but i promise you everybody have a have a purpose in life so you just had to find that and um you know and just live life based on that and your values and beliefs and everything like that so that's my no cap so with that we come to the conclusion of this episode of unfiltered brothers make sure y'all follow us on social media facebook unfiltered brothers twitter unfiltered bros instagram unfiltered brothers podcast and uh make sure y'all subscribe to our channel on youtube and uh you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify as well as soundcloud um shirts will be coming soon we'll keep y'all updated but with that y'all stay blessed and y'all stay safe